Welcome to Design to Thrive podcast. This is a space where teachers and school leaders and community partners come together to talk about the amazing things that they are doing to create spaces where all students are uh, valued, they are heard, they experience success, um, and that they are empowered to do fantastic things. Um, I'm your host, Alyssa Frazier. And uh, today on the show, we have, drum roll, drum roll, Dr. Will, Will Dayanport is in the house. Holler at him, say hello to him. Will? Hey. <laughs> um, so, so Dr. Will is here um, and I'm excited because I have not seen, I haven't seen my friend in a minute. I haven't seen him in a minute. Um, we are friends. We um, met through um, our <clears throat> PLC, our ed tech group. And I've been really blessed over the years to be able to tap into him and ask him questions. Um, we've, we've broken bread together um, with my husband and, and his family. And, and so I'm really excited that he's here on these virtual airwaves. Um, as a friend, um, but also I brought him on um, so he can talk, he can drop some nuggets here um, about what he's doing in his role as a district instructional technologist. And so, um, Will, if you could please, please, please um, introduce yourself and um, tell our listeners um, a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hello, I Will Port, uh, otherwise known as Dr. Wheel, I am a district instructional technologist uh, for a K through 12 school district in Mississippi. Uh, with the job, I, you know, have a lot of hats uh, that I wear uh, from training to accounts to being the learning management system administrator for Schoology. Uh, as well as working with uh, devices, with teachers and all kind of things. So it's just a lot of stuff. You know, my day is never is never the same. Uh, so and right now we are really in the middle of working with teachers traveling from school to school, uh, doing check-ins and working with them and trying to see how we can maximize uh, the technology uh, for student outcomes. Fantastic. Now, for those that don't know um, what Schoology is, can you tell them a little bit about um, um, what Schoology is and kind of um, how you all use that? Because I know that's a really important um, tool for you and for your teachers and to build their capacity and their ability to uh, serve their students. Uh, Schoology is a learning management system. It is primarily used uh, in K through 12. I love it because of the folder structure where you can create organization in it with your uh, classrooms. If you pay for the enterprise version, you, you can assign standards to your activities. You create test items, assessments, et cetera. I like how you can create groups to where you can create community, uh, with either your students or with, with parents have a group where parents can come in and they can be in conversation with the school administrators, 
about a whole host of of ideas or things going on and they, they can disseminate information. I love how teachers can actually work together and plan and build our courses, not only within the school district across grade level. And it's just an amazing uh, a tool uh, for us to use in our digital spaces. And in January, we became fully Schoology K through 12 for prior for the past uh, six years. It was at the secondary level. So now everyone is there. And so now it's a big push for me and working with the elementary teachers to get them on board because so many of them were attached to Google Classroom. And I think Google Classroom is just trash. Uh, so, you know, we're just, <laughs> I tell a lot of times, <laughs> trash. We're not going to get into that today. <laughs> it is. <laughs> It is, but I, you know, I try to tell them that, you know, what you can do with it in terms of think about it, like it's a classroom, right? You can't think of it as it's just a space, right? It is a digital classroom. And with that comes creating uh, your culture, comes creating your routines, comes creating your systems, just like you do in your physical space, wherever a kid knows I come in, I go pick up my folder, uh, I do this bell ringer, whatever, those same things that you have, you need to do it within that learning management system in Schoology. And part of that is what I'm trying to do uh, with, with teachers to get them understanding that and, and really using it in that way. And I also offer professional development uh, for teachers as well. So I create uh, online courses. So I want to I want to go back to something that you mentioned, which I think is so key um, that folks may or may not um, like really fully understand. Um, first, I'm going to put the look the caveat in that um, I was at a school district where folks were doing Schoology and they were doing Google, right? And so um, the folk, you know, it was split. And this is when I was at a um, I was an instructional coach at an elementary school. And it's really interesting that you mentioned that folks are like, yo, I know this is a district thing. I know that it's available to me, but I don't think what you're talking about, which is the investment in learning how to create a culture um, and having tools um, that are designed with that purpose in mind. And so, um, I, you know, I love Google stuff. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm Googling, but um, to your point that when you understand that there are um, ways that you can create community, um, especially what you just talked about, which is like tapping into the parents, tapping into the students to, to say, these are the routines, these are the processes, these are the, the ways that I can communicate with you, not just assess for assessment's sake, but these are the ways that I can link in these standards, and we we did build up those priority standards and link them to what we were doing. Um, but just the idea that this is not just a tool, that this is a system, and the system mm -hmm. is going to help you to do the things that we want you to do, which is create impactful learning communities. Go ahead. I see your head moving. Yeah, you know, it's... I, you know, again, I'm not going to drag Google Classroom down the street and, you know, longer than I need to, but every, every class in Google Classroom is an island unto itself, unless you make people 
co-teachers. And no one wants to log in and see all of that stuff in their dashboard. Plus, you don't have that same type of communication. What you'll be doing, what you'll be doing is using, you know, Google, you know, Gmail for this and whatever for that and here and there. And you just have a bunch of desperate systems together and people go into different spaces. Whereas in Schoology, once you pay for the enterprise and you get about on there, the superintendent right now could send a message across the district saying, we will be going to a hybrid schedule on this date. Everybody who logs into Schoology yeah. will see that message. Yes. Right? Yes. And so because of that, yes, because of that, you now have this communication hub where all this information is in there. And, you know, being with, that I have my position, I'm able to see what the entire district is doing. And so we have some schools that are doing great jobs where the librarian is saying, look, the library is gonna be open on this day from this time to this time. We're gonna be doing this event. Uh, you know, look, I need you to turn in these books by this time because of this is going to be happening. Uh, people who oversee mentoring clubs at the schools, they're making announcements to kids, uh, giving them information. Uh, we're seeing administrators, you know, leave messages. Like one administrator at the middle school, I was like, she and another teacher there uh, recorded themselves sort of doing like a little TikTok dance. What? And they put it out there on school. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so the whole school got to saw that. I was like, wow, that's awesome. What? And so, <laughs> you know, when I see that in terms of, you know, you're building that community, sure. you're sharing all of this information and you're not you know, having to get on the intercom, which I, I'm not gonna, I hate the intercom. But look, yeah. my office was at the district level. And then when, when I got pushed to the schools and I'll hear that poop and then hear that noise coming over, I'm like, wow. oh, I just can't stand <laughs> hearing this stuff. Um, it just, it, it just irks me. But when you are putting this information in Schoology, yeah, yeah. right? It's not a one and done type of announcement. So even if you do it, and so, okay, uh, if you want to play sports, blast. Uh, come by the office and do X, Y, and Z, yeah, yeah. you could still put that same announcement in Schoology, put those forms that the kids need to get. And those kids can get those forms, right? And they could download it and print it or whatever, if they, just in case they forgot to pick it up at the school or whatever. Uh, so the fact that you have all of that communication right there and the fact that parents can create a free account and then get the code from their teacher and then now see the assignments, now see the grade books, see what kids are doing. And it's not one of those things to where, you know, a parent is like, why did my kid got a D? They own the computer all day. <laughs> um, and, you, and, and you can be like, well, if, if you I look can't. at, if you looked, I can't. you see yeah. they ain't do nothing. Yeah, they were on there. Yeah. yeah, they they may have been on a computer, but they weren't in Mid Johnson clad doing work. <laughs> uh, right, and so yeah. the fact that that's you know you can have that going on. Yeah, um, and I tell a lot of teachers who, especially sometimes, you know, just to kind of give them the win win. I say, listen, yeah. Yeah. Schoology is your receipts. Yeah, that's it. Okay, that's, that's, that's it. your receipts. That's it's it. not about 
look, even if you don't want to use this thing, I need you to think about this. Yeah. If you get into a situation yeah. where there's a he say, she say between you and a parent and the administrator it. steps in, uh-huh. you ain't got to worry about some paper from three weeks ago sure. that you got to bring to the table. Because if sure. you ain't got that paper, sure, that could, that could get you in trouble. But if Absolutely. you got that stuff in Schoology where you can yeah. say, here's the assignment, this is what they sure. turned in, this is my grade book. Sure. And it's those are the receipts. receipts. Yeah. I love that. I love, I love that the, the linking of them. Right. And, you know, and I've also been on the, the, like I was the super admin at one of my schools. Right. And so when you think about how you can visualize, like, what does that look like from a, from a, from a dashboard data standpoint, as you know, I'm a, I love data. It, I love it. It makes me tingle. I love it. Right. And so when you think about the, the data uh, and, and the uses of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then the interconnectedness. Um, we definitely were using multiple systems and when they don't talk to each other, I think that you do, you bring up something like a really, really good point for those. But then like what you said, Dr. Will, um, what you said about folks having access and they have you and, and you're a trainer, um, in terms of like, what you see, because I'm going to pivot just a little bit in terms of what you see for teachers and school districts that do have someone like you that can say, hey, you know, I know you're doing, you know, one, two, three. I know you're setting up your, your bell ringers, your do nows, your this, your projects. I know, let me, let, me, let, let me help you to do the fantastic thing that you do, right? How, what do you think is, are like the bigger barriers that are keeping folks from being able to to say, man, um, I'm, I'm going to use a tool like Schoology, a system like Schoology more, or man, I'm going to going to try to um, kind of learn how we can put these these things in motion, as you were saying. The administrator. Uh-huh. That's bottom line. It's the administrator because to quote Pat Summit, um, you can coach and teach a skill yeah but you can't coach effort ah uh, yes and you can't teach effort yes and so if a teacher does not want to do it yeah that is above me come on but if the administrator creates that culture of you will do this as sure. long as you are collecting a check sure here yeah they just gonna have to suck it up and do it but yeah. the the problem is what happens in a lot of school systems and I'm not just you know here speaking about mine but the top buy a lot of stuff sure and it goes out to the schools sure right the top can say we are doing this because we're going to become a 21st century school district x y and z yes and then they just leave it up to the administrators uh, at each school to implement to execute ah uh, but if the yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, what happens a lot of times is the principals, yes, they themselves, yes, don't know what that really means. That's I was just about to hit you with that. I was just <laughs> about to hit you with this implementation. Yes, w- with this implementation piece because there's so many pieces where it's like we have this thing, but it's yeah. like, what does it look like in implementation, right? Where, how do you know, you like, do you have um, mechanisms? 
for a gap analysis. Like you, are you understanding what you got versus what you got, what people are using? Yes, they, they don't know what it means and then they don't check for it. Come on. Or if they check it, they don't know what they're looking at. Sure. Because again, yes. too many people in K through 12 yeah. think education should look this way. This way. Come on and talk to us some more about this, Doctor. Right. Come on and talk to us a little bit more about this. Come on, because because <laughs> you missed something. You missed something in the onset. You missed talking to us about your background with media, right? And your background with creating and how. And I know when you come in these classrooms, man, and you tap into these folks, they may not even know that you're coming in with that eyeball, with that experience, with that background to say like yo, it doesn't have to look like this. Well, it, where, it should, where it shouldn't, because one, I, try, I, try, I have told teachers, we are teaching a mobile generation of learners. We are, yeah. Right? We are teaching students whose first experience with a connected device, for the most part, ain't a computer. Yep. It is a smartphone or tablet yeah and they are watching movies and all kind of stuff on on those devices they're they're recording stuff even at school they record stuff on campus that they don't need to be recording but they doing stuff with these devices they're already creating they're always already looking up stuff you already hear teachers at schools and on twitter and everywhere else i'm i can't get these kids off the phone in my class like these kids are yeah. interacting with technology in a very different intimate way sure and then you want to put them in your class yes put them in roles yes you want to talk all day you want to simulate and, get, Come and on. get them a work and get them a worksheet yes on schoology still uh, give them a uh, worksheet yeah. and you want to think you doing something yes right and then we got too many administrators who walk into a room and because that teacher is following that can curriculum to, oh, the, yes. to the T. Oh, yes. And maybe kids may be responding. Yes. They're like, this teacher doing something. Yes. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and, and then here is another problem. Because, oh, and this is where false data comes into play. Yeah. So when you do your different school-wide assessments. Yes. And you say, oh, these kids are doing well. And then yeah. you take your end of the year state assessment. Yeah. And the state comes back and says, bravo. Yeah. Now here's the kicker. Yeah. When, when those kids move to the next school. Yes. And then... Those scores over there, yes, don't look good. Yes, they didn't learn nothing. Mm. They learned something for a test, mm. but they didn't learn nothing, mm. right? Because if you truly learn something, yes. you don't just lose that thing three months. Correct. Right, and yes. so here's where when I try to talk to teachers about, especially you know, I like to work with them and walking them through the lesson line. Yeah, come on and talk right? to us about that. So the gradual release, right? Yes. And so I go to teachers. I said, listen, I know you're going to do your modeling. And I know, let's just say you're going to do this face-to-face, -face, right? Now, now when you do this in Schoology, I need you to do a five to eight minute video. Yes. Okay. 
And I need and this needs to be really targeted, hit that standard, and where your students can get back and they can watch their video as many times as they need to. And quite honestly, if the parent needs to understand, come on, that come concept. On. Oh, I love they that. They got the video to and watch. You got, it and you got to have it in such a way where it's designed that way, right? Because yes. they're, they're, they should be your partners. They should be yes. your partners. Okay, keep going. I'm with so you. You got that, right? And so I said, okay, now we're going to do our guided, uh, guided practice. All right, so we have our curriculum. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to go to the teacher toolbox. We're going to go ahead and get that. I know it's a PDF, but we're going to get that bad boy for the sake of our guided practice. Now we have Cami, right? And so with that, your kids can actually work with you inside of that document. And as you are, as you annotate, as you are working together. So we're doing our guided practice, everybody doing this thing together. Now, yeah. what you also can do is share the link with let's say three or four kids and now they're inside of that same document with you at the same time documenting that page in real time so if you want to use that as a center now you got that as a center if you want to say okay i got five kids who are at home virtual now bring them in to that instruction virtually so now boop, 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 everybody is together you do that now when we get to the independent practice that's why I tell my teachers, don't go back to the well of that work or that worksheet. Okay, it unserved its purpose for your guided practice. That's it. Don't don't go back to that well. Now, this is where we got to get kids engaged in a different way. This is where we got to get kids doing something. Okay, so I don't mind. And I told them I don't mind a a, a Nearpod, right? Uh, if done if done well i don't mind an air puzzle come on if done, if done well if done well yes um not just but, to throw it in there yeah not just throwing in there folks yeah. are, folks are near pod you up they will they will <laughs> they will um so you know yeah gotta be purposeful uh with it but let's have your kids make meaning of the work so i went and sat in and recorded a teacher doing a lesson on poetry. Okay. So the kids again, you know what they did. Now, what the students could have done and what students can do is something as simple as pick an issue that you care about and write your own poem. Now, what are they doing? They are being creative. Tapping into they, their lived experiences. experiences. Yes, keep going. And they're using, right, the same in terms of the content, in terms of your, your, your standard and what you want them to know. They're still using them. Yes. But now they're taking ownership of their learning and what they're doing, right? And then there's other standards will, that'll say, uh, that students have to speak and communicate and present. And so now you can use that as a way to tap into it because now they can put this in a, in a slide deck or they can actually make a video make of a themselves video. Yes! presenting, presenting, right? Yes. Doing that spoken word, doing that, that poem. Yes. And now you can have that uh, embedded in Schoology where all the classes, all classmates can watch it, all the parents can watch it. Or 
if you you like a school district like ours that have the big TVs out front in the hallway when you come walk on, in the scrolling. building. Come on, let it come in when they come in. Now those videos of those children saying their poems are playing for the community when they walk in. That's it. They see I love it. that. Come and on. other classmates as they're Authentic coming in, audiences. they see it. Come there on. You go. Yes. Uh. And, and so that's for me where I, I see the school going because when kids do that, you don't have to worry about the test that's going to be taken care of because the kids would have learned it in a way far deeper than rote memorization right there is a reason why most people who go to college and have to take a foreign language graduate and can't speak it come on because <laughs> they didn't do anything they didn't do anything with it yes, yes. they just took the class, yes. took the test and went about, got their credit, went about their business. And so you have to interact with, with, with what you're learning. You have to make sense of what you, what you are learning. It has to sit with you in a certain way. Like we have a teacher who teaches science. And when she talks about uh, so, solution, uh, and mixture, right? She, I was in her class and she was talking about Kool-Aid. Come on, she did that. I she, love it. I right? love it. Come now, on, them kids, Kool-Aid. Them kids that. understood yes. that. Yes, they did. Because they make Kool-Aid. Because they make Kool-Aid. All right. right? I love and that. So, and so she made meaning for them she in did. that. Come and on. that's what I'm saying with, with when you're teaching, yes. when it makes meaning and it makes yes. sense, yes, they hold on to that learning. But if it's just me doing this stuff for repetition, me repeating after you, me just highlighting and underlining stuff, and that's all I'm doing, you are not going to get that learning and you're not going to foster a love of learning in your students and you will get to a point to where when we get to this part of the year you can tell that your kids have checked out you know you know what I, you bring up so many like so many good nuggets because i think that uh, well i don't think um going into the literature there is you know there's a lot out there about the culture of online learning and mm -hmm. that the, there's a cultural shift that you just talked about, which is really about engagement, which is really about application, which is really about, you know, tapping into students' lives. But what the literature says is that there's a grab and get culture for online mm -hmm. learning. Like I just get on there, I get it, I click, 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 I'm done with it, I've done school, right? And um, we can't, we can't, and like you say, it creates a space where kids are gonna tap out, where our teachers are gonna be having these systems that are set up and they're beholden to a system instead of um, saying, hey, let's make this meaning together. And by the way, I don't even drink Kool-Aid. We got a lot of folks out here don't eat sugar, which is fine. I don't need to eat sugar either, right? But they don't eat sugar. They don't make Kool-Aid at the crib. They, they drink LaCroix. They drink whatever they drink. They keep it moving. They don't. But for the purpose of this class, I know that I got a bunch of kids that drink, right? Red Kool-Aid and grape Kool-Aid. 
right? And they are going to understand that, mm-hmm. right? It can't be for me. It has to be making that meaning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. That just, oh, man, I think so many people, I can't even tell you how many people I know that have not made that connection that you just talked about, that it's, it's not there. It's not there. Wow. Ah, look, as you say, mm, you know how you and your podcast, <laughs> like you just had some cornbread, you had some, some, some fried chicken. I don't know if you eat smothered chicken. My husband's been tapping me for a minute. Like I need some smothered chicken. I'm like, that takes a little bit more time, you know, <laughs> you just had some uh man you just oh man oh I love it I love it I can't um yes this is great so I wanted to I wanted to pivot just a little bit and I wanted to kind of to end the show off with with um what are you what is one thing that you are pumped about excited about um that's on deck Right. So I, I know that you're you're back in the schools, you know, you, you move around to the different schools. You've got your school, your training and things that you do. Um, but for what's something that you have on deck that you're really excited about? I'm excited about the summer training and where we can go. Yeah. Come on. Like I, I'm still with the school district because I have not accomplished what I set out to do. Right. I, I really want teachers to see the online space as a classroom. I don't want them to see it as a separate space. And in order for me to do that, you know, we, we need to start working with them in terms of a culture shift and not a button pushing situation. Love and it. and so that's what I'm really excited about. I don't know if it's going to happen and hopefully it, it happens before I leave, but that's what I'm really excited about is, is being able to work with them in the summer. I uh, have the summer to uh, really be able to sit down and show them, you know, how do you create like real lessons with this? So to show them like, okay, how did this thing really works? Because I did a Schoology training I did a live webinar for teachers and, you know, even though I did, I walked through the lesson line, I did all these things, you know, there was a teacher who was like, Hey, Hey, I'm going to need me a one-on-one. I'm going to holler at you later. And when she reached out to me, we got to connect. I didn't come in with an agenda. I said, okay, what do you need to know? Come on. What do you need to know? Yes. And when she said, I want I want to know how to do a close read. I, and I walked her through, Yes. how to create a close reading schoology yes and she was oh because now she knew how it made sense in her life and what she wanted to do and that's also a thing i you know i want to do because sometimes you know when an administrator brings you in or you go in you know it's during a planning period or maybe they bring you in at the end of the school day and i'm conscious of their time so I know valuable. I'm not yeah. right. So yeah. I'm not trying to be like, I know school out. I'm not trying to keep, <laughs> keep you here an hour and a half. Now, even though it may take an hour and a half, I'm, I'm thinking, okay, let me do 50 minutes. Um, 
because I know you're ready to go to the house. Yeah. So I'm cognizant and, and, and I don't have a lot of time, even with uh, when I'm coming through the planning period, I, I got 40 minutes. So I got to make sure that I have time and I try to just, you know, keep to the meat. And so, so when they leave, they can actually apply something once they go. But I'm excited about the summer because I'll have the time to actually sit to sit down with teachers uh, to really get them, you know, thinking differently about what does it what does it mean to teach these students? What does it mean to take this curriculum that is a paper-based curriculum, right? And not digitize it in a way in terms of we're going to put everything in the schoolage and everything on can on Cami, but how? Can we take that curriculum and make it relevant to the experiences and the lifestyle of the students we teach? So um, I am going to go ahead and tell folks where, so first of all, I didn't say at the beginning of the show, but Dr. Will is extraordinary, extraordinary. And um, I know him as uh, you know our technology expert, but I also know him as the host of the Dr. Will Show. I know him as um, a um, from the media and from the documentary that he has created, uh, which is the Edupreneur. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, the Edupreneur. And so I will be sure to um, to share these things in the show notes so that you can you can check him out. You can see what he's doing in schools, what he's doing outside of schools, how he's supporting um, and growing communities of, of educators that really want to do uh, phenomenal things. So, um, and, and Dr. Will, is there, um, what website should they go to if they want to find you? Uh, best way, just hit me up on Twitter uh, at I am Dr. Will. And uh, let's just engage in conversation. I'm, I'm there to, uh, to learn myself and to grow and to get better at doing what I do. Uh, my, my, my tagline on LinkedIn is uh, online Padawan trying to reach Jedi status. That's it. Uh, so, cause I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to, 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 when it comes to online space and teaching teachers how to teach online. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited about it and that's where I want to be. I love it. And, and the same on the gram, is it I am Dr. Will on yes. IG? Yep, same thing. Okay, cool. All right, y'all. So you know where to find them um, to, to grab some nuggets. And for, for everyone that's out there, please know that you are the ones that you have been waiting for. Um, no one's going to get you. They're not going to pull the bus up to your house and tell you to, to get on in. <laughs> you got to go get it. Um, and we are here to support you in, in your journey and to have that, that global PLN right? So that we can, as Dr. Will just said, learn and grow together. So um, thanks for being with us and uh, keep on shining.